You know what, if we're in the goofy mood, why don't we just start off? Do you have any good jokes? <laughs> well, I was six scared of seven. Why? Because seven, eight, nine, dog. Come on. <laughs> Alright, so um, when uh, when did you first start writing music? Um, I started writing music when I was about probably 12, 13. I mean, it wasn't very good music, but it was the first stuff I wrote. It was kind of like... Uh, whatever I was listening to at the time, which was like sort of splitting the difference between Guns N' Roses and like Nirvana. Uh, and I was in like, you know, I played in like bands that did cover versions of songs like that. So um, that's what I was doing then. But I started to like get more into indie rock and stuff through Nirvana, getting into Pavement, Sonic Youth, Super Chunk, and later like Modest Mouse and Bill Spill and Elliot Smith and all that stuff. And that was and then Dylan and the Beatles as well, and that was like the music that I started to like, I guess try to write more closely to, you know? Um, and that was like throughout a gradual process throughout high school and college, and the years following college, I get more into Neil Young and Hank Williams, John Cash, um, Leonard Cohen, and kind of like things more like those kinds of singer-songwriters and stuff. And uh, so it kind of has been this gradual evolution i guess in that way i hope that's what you hope it is anyway but that's how it feels if you were to stop playing tonight what would you be your final song like i have this to this answer might change all the time if i had to stop playing tonight the last song i would play would be uh there's a great song by leonard cohen called bird on a walker that i've been playing lately that uh would actually be exactly what i would want to say as the last thing it sort of gets it better than anything I could say. Uh, but if I had to pick one of my songs, maybe like Ball Game or Heaven Bound and Glory Be, something that kind of ties it in a bow a little bit. Uh, there's certain songs you have that, I guess if people were going to hear one song by you, you would play it and hope that they would like be able to get a larger picture of what you sound like or something. So one of those songs. Either that or like, uh, you know, Celebrate. Celebration, whatever that song's called, one of those, one of those songs. <laughs> Probably uh, the Leonard Cohen song. <laughs> what is your favorite Star Wars movie? The second one of the original trilogy, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you make me definitely. happy. <laughs> no question. You and Jesse Lacey from Brand New have performed a bunch of songs together. Are you guys pretty good friends? Yes. When did you guys start being friends? Probably in like seventh grade we met in like a cyo basketball league uh he was uh, he was in long island and i was in brooklyn but we would both play we met up in uh like long island city in queens and played in the cyo league um and he was an altar boy at his parish and i was at mine as well so we played like on an altar boys team and um he was like he ran the point and i was more of like a small forward and uh we became friends through that and then later on like went to like this archery camp and then at a certain point had uh we were in like the uh what's it called cyo league of nations which was like a uh kind of um 
like you know when high schools have like the mock United Nations teach people about like political science debate like we always did that kind of thing but it was like an out of school thing um, that just you could do it was like parents sent when they had like latchkey kids and needed to get involved with stuff so while they were working so we kind of met through all these different activities and our friendship really solidified I think probably in Juvie when I was like 17 he was there for me and it helped me out a lot just a lot of things that I kind of needed some guidance and some sort of perspective and he was able to help me with that so he's a good friend we've known him, known him almost 20 years now through all that so it's pretty lucky for me Also touring with Ace Enders right now. I am. How's I am. that going? Oh, it's great. Today's only the second day, so uh, uh, we've only done one show, but it was really fun. He uh, he's a good he's a good guy. His wife's on tour. She's a nice lady, and uh, field train guys seem nice. The show was fun, and um, you know we we got more weeks to go with them, so uh, you know I'll check back in in a week and let you know. But so far, so good. Um, also, Halloween's coming up soon. Yes, it is. What has been your best costume? Of all time, I probably would have to say Axl Rose, because I, like, I could look like Axl Rose with my coloring, and so I dressed like him and did it really official. Like, got it, my friend drew the tattoos on me and got some sick aviators and um, got a big, long red wig and a bandana and a backwards trucker cap, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but that's... <laughs> That's one for sure. I, I, I killed that costume. Cool. I'm about to kill a bird if it doesn't fly out of my damn way. I also went nice. one year that was Pocahontas and took three hits of... My, my eyes were bugging out of my head and I had like a really big black braided wig and like a short skirt and like war paint on my face and I was like Pocahontas. Going on the whole Halloween kick, what's your uh, favorite scary movie? Favorite scary movie is probably... I really like... I mean, I know this is cheesy. I don't know if it's dated well, but I really liked the Blair Witch Project when I saw it. I saw that in the theater and it freaked me the f*** out. I, that movie scared me. I thought it was really suspenseful and kind of like a more of a old style kind of thriller in that regard. More psychological than right. like gory, and I tend to like things like that. Um, that movie scared me. When I was a kid, I was terrified of all the Freddy Krueger movies. That would be like the one of the classic horror movies that I'd pick out. And there's a really creepy movie he made called Last House on the Left. Okay. That that's really sort of just strange. I'm not in for all this like sort of uh, torture chic 
stressed out now, like Saw and all those movies. I don't want to like watch people get tortured. It sort of freaks me out. So, do uh, not see the new Saw movie. It's terrible. Is it bad? Oh, it's it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like this weird sort of reactionary post nine eleven kind of terrorist kind of. Right. There's all these strange subtext to it that I'm like, I don't really want to watch dudes get tortured when people actually are getting tortured right, right now. So. But the new one's not even... I mean, I know that they're probably fun. The new one's not even fun. No, no. It's the same thing as uh, the past three, and it's, well, it's just terrible. Well, it's good news. That's one less movie I have to put, put on the list to see, so thank you. Right. You should go see The Game Plan with The Rock. The Rock? Right. It I looks, love The Rock. It's like Wayne a, Johnson, little, you mean? Yeah, the, uh, the one with the football movie. Yeah, that guy. Right. All right. We are Marshall, but with The Rock instead of... Uh, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey or whatever that name is. There's some there's some good football puns in the Rock movie. So and oh, it's a Disney good. movie. Well, so we could always use more of those in the world. Yeah. What uh what CDs have uh, recently come out that you're really into? I love the Radiohead record. I love the new Kanye West record. I really like the new Weaker Than's record. I have to sit with it more. But uh, Owen's last record. The new Springsteen's pretty good. The new Band of Horses I think is great. I like the new Iron and Wine. Uh, this is actually the most fertile period. I don't listen to music that much. That sounds crazy, but I, I just kind of always go back to what I like. And I feel like I like about the same 10 or 12 things over and over again. But lately, because I've had a lot of drives and my iPod doesn't work in the car, I've been listening to a lot, buying more records and listening to more records. And uh, I've been pretty pleasantly surprised with all those ones so far. So, Yeah, this has been a really like strong period for music. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. I'm the music director at our station, and I just it's there's a lot of good stuff right now. It's, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, a lot of good stuff, and a lot of good stuff across the spectrum, which is always cool. Too. Mm-hmm. Not just one kind of music, so that's good. What would you have to say would be one of your wackiest tour moments? Well, one time I was on tour in Canada. I was 2002. I was just doing a very DIY, like cross-country acoustic tour with my friend and my brother, and we got drunk in a town called Regina in Saskatchewan. Played like this radio festival thing, and then went out with some, some girls and went to some bar and then went went back to the hotel and it was a real bad hotel. You know, just real, like, not good. And um, throughout the course of the night, about, like, 14 or... I would say probably, like, a dozen times a week, and that's no exaggerating, about a 71-year-old decorated Native Canadian woman just kept walking into our room in the middle of the night, like, bombed. And it was kind of like a David Lynch moment. Like, she just coming in and talking to us in a language none of us understood and then someone would usher her back out of the room and lock the door and then she'd kind of unlock the door and come back in the room again and speak in tongues and then someone would so finally my friend Kevin about like the 12th or 13th time was like ma'am you don't live here you have to get out of here and that was funny that's that's one of my favorite memories of there's tons of weird-ass stories. You kind of collect weird stories. Like, people collect, like, little dolls or something. You're just like... Because everything about the way you're living is kind of strange. So, it's easy to kind of... You know, like, this morning at IHOP, some dude about six foot two with, like, spiky hair... Spiky, long, spiky, gelled-up hair came in wearing, like, a full leather outfit, bicycle... A motorcycle thing where he had, like his crotch and his ass exposed the leather they were like leather chaps that you saw his jeans but only the crotch and back of his jeans and you're like dude who are you like who wakes up in the morning and goes like that's what i'm doing you didn't see his actual stuff but 
the suggestion of this stuff was highlighted by his outfit shorts. That's funny as hell to me, and that happened two hours ago. You know, some, <laughs> something weird will happen in the next two hours again, I'm sure. Um, but got Mike, my guitar player, me and him on this tour, and he just asked me if I thought Cow's Dream nicely. Or if I thought they jumped into cinematic landscapes, and he was kind of serious. I was like, I can't talk to you about how Cow's Dream, I have no idea. <laughs> so, you know, any day there's another story that makes me keep going, so that's good. Who was your favorite superhero? Growing up, it was definitely either Spider-Man or Daredevil. Uh, I still think both. I think Daredevil's pretty badass. Right now, I'm in a Black Bolt phase, though. I'm fascinated with this guy who has the power. If the vibrational force of his voice can blow up the entire the entirety of Earth, so he has to have this. He's this responsible. He has to be responsible for holding this insane power, and he can't ever talk, and so he has to live on the moon with his wife. That's insane. I love that. I love that. That everything about that's crazy. It's totally like there's so much. There's so much metaphor in a superhero like that. And those guys aren't dumb. They know that when they make something like that. So, I love stuff like that. X Men. I love the X Men thing too. Xavier and the Malcolm X, not Martin Luther King thing with Magneto, and you know, it, it's it's smart. Those comics are really good too. So I, can, I never have one answer for anything. I just don't commit. But there's like four or five that I'll go with. And right now, that's the one we'll say. Going back to the music, what kind of things influence like what you write? Everything. You know, just like simple songs that are meant to be one person's log of what it's like to be alive right now. I don't particularly have grand musical ambitions. I mean, I want to make records that sound, each record to sound better and sound more considered and broader arrangement-wise, and I do think that that's happened. I think I'm more conscious of that now than I was when I was a couple years, couple years back. But in terms of like what I'm writing about, it's personal, it's not, it's people, it's inward politics and relationships, like love and loss and the stuff you struggle with. It's just anything that, or it's none of that. It's just some weird idea that comes in your head one day about a dog on a boat with a sailor and writing about that and their stories, you know, just books and music and people and movies and driving and see and people you talk to, all that kind of comes back out. Do you have any plans for the future? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> In what way? Um, any tours coming up or new CDs? Uh, I will be on tour for most of the rest of this year. I've been on tour straight since September 6th. I went down to Austin, uh, played there. I went over to Europe, chin up, chin up from Chicago. Um, came home and did uh, Owen and Andy Hull from Manchester Orchestra. Just finished that tour and did uh, Steel Train and the Ascenders. And then after that's over with the West Coast with Manchester Orchestra and Annual. Go over to London, do some shows on my own in like Paris and Switzerland and some other places. And, um, and then I'm home December 16th. So that's my plans for the rest of this year. Next year, I'm going to Australia. The record comes out there. Going back to Europe. Jesse is re-releasing the record 
this current butcher goes to rest to procrastinate records in January with some extra stuff. Um, I'll make another record next year and probably put one out the end of next year or the beginning of 2009, depending on how much touring comes up through next year. So. If you had to pick one of your songs to be on Guitar Hero, which one would that be? Ha! I don't think I qualify, really, but if <laughs> I had to, I mean, my songs are pretty, even the ones that are more intricate, they're not Guitar Hero. Buried by the Buzz from Split the Country, Split the Street. If I was to say that I had a sweet electric guitar moment that when I show people it, they're like, like you know, like more rock quote-unquote players are always like yo that's awesome <laughs> and i'm like thanks dude i know but uh but that would be the one that song's a little jumpy cool. i think that, that would be the one i'd pick Sunday. Perfect Sunday. Just something easy, relaxing. Sleep in, wake up, listen to some music, make breakfast, watch some uh, Sopranos, marathon, catch up, read. I don't know, man. Right now, just relaxing sounds great in my apartment, being quiet, watching a movie, you know, seeing my friends, something like that. I'm pretty easy to please. That's awesome. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be up in Rochester on the 9th of November. If you want to say something about the show on the air, that would be cool, too. Yep. All right, take it easy, man. Be well. Drunk and anxious has been done to death to tell me why.